All right, guys, we have with us here Mike, Junk Wax Hero, and we're going to talk uh, a couple things today. We, we have a lot in common, you and I, Mike. Um, one of the things is that we both love Pedro Martinez, and we both collect Pedro Martinez. Uh, so we're going to, I think, probably a good way to do this is we could use Pedro as a, a medium to talk about this period of time that we're going to show some cards through and talk about, which is... What do they, they call it? What the nineties era or what's like the name for after the junk wax era, like between, yeah. after, I don't know when we stop, basically what's that after that called? Yeah. Nineties. I don't know. The insert era, we could call it. There are just yeah. so many great cards in the mid to late nineties. And by the way, I really appreciate you agreeing to give me your Pedro ghost prism red card for coming on, which is very generous of you. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to wait to show this, but I added to my Prism Red Ghost collection recently. I'm, I'm already not showing oh, Pedro. Wow. I got the Nomar. Very I, I nice. One Nomar card in my collection, like a nice one, because he was like, I was, that was my guy for a while until, yeah. you know, the trade and all that. But uh, I need to represent that in the collection. So I just happened to see this pop up too. So I was like, I got to get that. I got to pair it with the Pedro. Yeah. Um, I love Nomar. Well, yeah. Why don't you show your shirt, by the way? Yes. Show so your shirt here. This shirt that I decided to wear today is in honor of your recent pickup. One of the best cards ever. Yes. The Leaf Ted Williams. So congrats on that again on that pickup. Thank you. What's that? We're not going to talk vintage on this one, but what's the, just quickly, what's like your next vintage target uh, uh, now that you have that one? That's such a good question. I think about it a lot. And the other day I, I thought, oh, that's the exact next card I want. And then the next day, I was like, what was that card again? And I forgot. <laughs> It'll come to you. Oh, I remember. It's the 41 play ball, Ted Williams. Oh, yes. That's a good 40 is good. 39, I'm not a fan of the 39. It's a weird. He's like corkscrew. Uh, I don't know. But the 41, I love. And you can get a decent low-grade one for under $1,000. Right. Yeah, from his 406 season. So that's a, yeah. a great card to get. Yeah. All right, so I think the way we could do this now, I I have some like you know Pedro uh, junk wax era cards, um, but I think you have more than me, and I know you're doing what's a, it's the PSA prospect um, Pedro list right now. Do you want to yes. start there? Um, sure. Junk wax hero will start in the junk wax era, and maybe talk a little bit about that prospect set. Yeah, so there's an 11-card prospect set, which is why I'm willing to do it in the PSA slabs, because it's only 11 cards, whereas his master set has 985 cards. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a bit much for me. And I'll talk about what I'm doing for the master set, which is not slabbing them. But for this 11-card set, there are... I don't remember how many people are involved. And it's not a ton. It's a, a dozen that are involved in this one my friend john is currently number two or number three and when he gets his last card i'm gonna have him on for an interview he's missing one card yeah here it is so checklist right here yeah so yeah here's that top one sport sport pro great falls psa 10 too wow yeah that's not a difficult one even though it's kind of it's almost paper thin card hmm. And I haven't even taken the price tag off this one yet. This is his. And if you collected as a kid in the early 90s, you have a million of these. 
Right. But that's a 10. Yep. That's the Pedro rookie, the <clears throat> official rookie. Yeah. And I also have that one autographed right here. Oh, we got to show that together. Yeah. I got that one too. Hold on. And a 910. There you go. Yours is a 1010. Look at you. I think it was a four sharp corners purchase. Nice. If you're looking for Pedro cards, that's a good place to look. Four sharp corners. Nice. And then here's another 91. 91 classic. classic yeah. 10. Let me make sure I'm putting these in order just because I'm picky like that. And then this is a weird one. Uh, this also is a 10. It's a 92 Skybox AAA Albuquerque Dukes. This is number five. There's also a number 13, which is extraordinarily rare. I don't know why. Five is really easy to come by. You do a search for this card, you're only going to find number five. John, my friend who has all of the 10 out of the 11, is missing the 13, and he can't find it anywhere. I found one in an off-brand slab. I had a Google alert a while ago, and I found it in an off-brand slab in an off-brand auction house, and I paid like $9 for it. And I cracked it out of the slab, and it's waiting for my next PSA. Or actually, it's in my PSA order that's with PSA right now. So that one's very rare. I don't, it's not going to grade well. Maybe a six, seven, but it's just so rare that. I Is that to the toughest it. card from that set? Would you say? I think so. Yeah, okay. uh, I don't remember. PSA doesn't really put a lot of. You know how they do the weighting system? They they give a one weight to every card in there. So it's yeah. kind of what I've noticed with Pedro. I mean, he's a pitcher, so I know they don't put a lot of focus on him, but uh, they they they're kind of lazy on the PSA. Uh, registry with pedro is how they put the sets even the master sets missing like some of his best cards so it's kind of strange how they have omitted to uh really i, I don't think they probably put much thought into his his prospect set or any any of the other sets that he's in either yeah it's a great point and uh if we look at the the pop report on that we go to number 13 oh that's interesting. I wonder why. Maybe it's not the Albuquerque Dukes. You probably can pull it up much quicker than I can because you had it already open. So you're number thirteen. Uh, oh, it's Skybox. Oh, it's Skybox Albuquerque Dukes. That's why I just typed in Skybox AAA. And the pop report's very low. Here it is. Maybe, yeah. There are 13 that have been graded. Okay. Six or tens. 14 have been graded. So, yeah. waiting around for one of those to come up for sale probably isn't going to happen. Uh, and then I have this, another 91, which means I had these out of order. Shame on me. Classic best. Yep. And uh, another 91. I have, Cali. I have that one too. I got three prospect cards. I got that one. Yeah, the number 32. And then, uh, did you show this card yet? Is this in one of them? That is the Cal League, which is very rare. I have that one raw in my PSA order right now, I think. Okay. Yeah, I've got eight. I, I got this one like two, over two years ago. I, was, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with Pedro, so... You know, when I would see something pop up, I'd be like, I'll get that. You know, I, I didn't know if I was going to go after all the prospect cards or what. But, yeah, this is one that I got a while back. 
and uh, I don't know. Did you, sh you you showed this one, I think, right? Too the what is this? Pro cards. Tomorrow's heroes. Is that in the? It is in the set. I don't. I don't have that one. Okay. Yeah, I think that might be in my PSA order too. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm open to potential trades if you need any of these uh, prospect cards that you, down the road that you're not able to find. So yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. But uh, I like that set because, like you said, it's only like what eleven or twelve cards. That's my problem with a lot of the PSA registry stuff. Is like I'm never gonna get 900 Pedro Martinez PSA slab cards ever in my life. <laughs> I'm just no. not. The the cost to do that is prohibitive. Yeah. I'm not doing that. The guy who has the the Carl Yastrzemski master said that's half as many cards, 400 some odd cards, and he said that in one year the guy who was in second place spent eighty thousand dollars just to maintain second place. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Nuts, man. So, and I didn't dare ask him how much he had spent just to get to number one, but he's been number one for a long time, so. Right. Uh, and then. This one I already showed. 92 pro cards. And this is where it gets tougher. Mm. There aren't a lot of them. So I, I've never I seen settled, that one. Settled That's for a cool. nine on that. Wow. I look like I'm peering around it like, rah. <laughs> That's an awesome card. Uh, and then this, you're also well-versed in this card if you were collecting it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my, um, you know, it's not as official rookie, I guess, per se. But as far as, like, the rookie cards... That's like my favorite one, I would say, of, of the yeah. the rookies. At least gold rookies, man. You got uh, Musina was in there. Jim Tomey, I think. I'm trying to think of who else. Was Piazza? I don't remember. Yeah. And this one's not part of the set. And maybe, actually, maybe this one's not either. I don't remember. I just happen to have these all slide. This is not. I just picked this one up a week okay. or so ago. Yeah. Uh, and then... Also, you might have this one. I always loved this card, and I picked it up. Oh yeah, I don't have that one, but that I love that card. Look at that! I picked it up Ramon raw. And Pedro. Yeah, and I was a huge Ramon fan as a kid. Of course, Pedro. We'd never heard of him until '95-ish, maybe '94. I don't remember '94. Actually, when was I was obsessed with box scores back in the mid-90s. I probably started following Pedro in 95. Yeah. Maybe 94. Uh, but uh, I picked this up raw, but autographed by both of these guys. And I sent it to a friend, just the eBay link. And I was like, what do you think about this? And they were like, that's no good. Both of those look like they were signed by the same guy. And I agreed. But it was so inexpensive that I decided to take the risk on it. And then I... Uh, sent it off to PSA, and they uh, authenticated both. Well, and, that, and that's one of the great things about collecting Pedro is he's an all-time great. I consider him, you know, he's my favorite baseball player ever that I watched, and I consider him, you know, right up there with Koufax as far as most dominant at their peak, you know. Um, but you can you can get a lot of his awesome cards for all things, you know, being, you know, relative to vintage cards and stuff like that. It's, it's very affordable. It's a, it's a great way to collect, you know, and for me, I've, I kind of, I put a lot of focus on vintage over the last, whatever, 10 years. Um, but I got to say, man, the last two years of, of going down this Pedro lane, I think I've had the most fun doing this. Um, I don't know. It's just, 
I've learned so much. I think that's probably part of it is, you know, vintage cards, I guess they're my favorite if I was to rank them. But um, as far as like just the experience of collecting, you know, you can get those whenever you want for the most part, you know, as long as you save up the money, you can go get that Mickey Mantle card. It's always going to be for sale, most of them. Uh, but with some of these Pedro cards that I'll show here too, uh, it's kind of a waiting game, you know? So like that Prism Red that you mentioned earlier, you know, that was one that I just had a safe search for it and um, randomly came across it, not even through a safe search, just um, kind of on back channels. So it, for me, it's like a, it's almost like a treasure hunt for some of these cards that when you do find them, they're not even that expensive, but it's just a matter of like waiting around for them to come about. That's been really, really fun for me. And um, I think we mentioned earlier, we, I took the break, you know, around 94, 95, maybe 94. So this era, like after that, from 94 to even the early 2000s, um, I would say to 2003 is when I, I started buying cards again. Um, that's when I started my eBay, uh, eBay account. So from like 95 to 2003, I was completely tuned out. I kept all my cards, but I was not, I had no idea on what cards were coming out or, but that was like my peak years of being a sports fan too. So it's funny because I was, man, I, I didn't miss any Red Sox games, no Celtics games, Patriots games. Um, but I had I was doing nothing with cards. So now going back and using Pedro as the medium to really learn about all the cards that I missed out on when they came out. And they're some of the best designs ever. Uh, it's been a ton of fun. So that's, that's like, that's an era that um, I'm not an expert in, but I've learned a lot about in the last two years. So, you know, what are you like, what are you doing with, are you doing anything with like refractors or any of the shiny stuff with Pedro yet? Or do you, do you uh, consider doing that in the future? Yeah. So uh, let me start by saying, I started this binder. You can see how, whoops, which way am I going here? You can see how thick it is. I exported the PSA, uh, keep going the wrong way, the PSA um, master set. Yeah. And uh, I just, so it's 900 some odd cards. And I put it in all in a spreadsheet. And I had, I, because Pedro cards are so cheap, if I find a, a large lot on eBay. Let's say I just bought 900 cards for like 60 bucks, 900 payroll cards for 60 bucks. And then I just, I love sitting on the couch upstairs, sorting through them and then checking off the ones that I don't already have saying, yep. And then put it in the binder sleeve where it goes. And I've got them all in order in the binder. And then I also have hundreds that are not part of the master set which tells me that they're even more worthless than many of the other ones. But uh, I have hundreds of those and I'm going to, once I, I don't, I haven't quite figured out what I'm going to do with them yet. Probably put them in chronological order in other binder pages if I can fit enough, which seems doubtful. I don't know how many more pages I can fit in there. Uh, so to the short answer to, to your question is I think for the refractors, I'm going to put them in, top loaders and maybe have a top loader binder which you turned me on to well you turned me on to the psa binders yep so i bought a psa binder and sleeves i've also bought top loader binders recently because a commenter mentioned those i didn't even know those existed i didn't know the psa ones existed either it's crazy it's a wild world out there i know and uh so i have fallen back in love when i was a kid i was a big binder collector and when i got back into collecting again a few years ago a little more than three years ago now 
I was like, no, I'm not into binders. I'm just going to store everything in boxes. But the more I've collected, the more I've realized binders are dope, as the kids say. Yeah. Um, so I've started going back into binders. And now I have three active binders with plans for like four more. So, or, or probably even more than that, probably five or six more in the near future. It just takes time, which I love. Right. I, I love the organizing, sorting. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and and I, I'm kind of doing the same thing, but also on two different levels, I guess. So I have these, uh, you know, like you were talking about these PSA graded binders like this. Yeah. You know, where you can, you can only fit four per, per page. So like in one of these, you know, maybe you fit eight pages. So you maybe get 30 to 30, you know, 36 um, PSA graded cards in there. So my strategy with that is I'm going to, I tried to figure out like certain lanes that I'm going to do that in. Cause to your point, I'm not, you know, there's a lot of Pedro cards I want and, and probably most of them in the, in the end, I'm going to be doing in a, in a binder like that, you know, where I collect them raw. And then um, I did a couple lanes, like I'll start off here. Um, I picked, I said like, what do I want to do as far as like a run for Pedro? Uh, and what I settled on for one of them is finest refractors. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was that, I was like, maybe I do tops Chrome or I do finest one or the other. And I settled on finest because that really came out. Finest came out in uh, 93. That was the first, debut of finest i believe and then uh pops chrome was until 96 so i figured all right I, I do like finest a little better and as far as like there's more cards to go after um for the for years for pedro that i want to collect so um let me just show a few here so the best you know my favorite is the first he didn't have one in 93 but 94 uh yeah I love the 94 refractor just incredible incredible design and you could always get this. They're out there. They're not numbered. So this is one where, you know, it's you could get a nice one like PSA 8 for, I think, uh, maybe 100 something, 150 bucks, 100 bucks. Yeah, maybe less. I don't know. But so it's not a ton of money, but just an awesome looking card. That's kind of where his finest run starts in 94. You are officially an influencer because now I'm on eBay searching for 1994 Tops Finest Refractor Pedro. And here, uh, let's see, <clears throat> raw 115, PSA nine, 600 bucks. Yeah, no. Uh, here's, that's not the refractor, though. Here's an eight for 129 or best offer. Okay. That's, that's what, more what I was thinking. I think that's around the range I got this one in. So, um, and the other thing too, with, with Pedro, even before I really started going down this, like two and a half years ago, there's a guy on Twitter. Um, he's doesn't. Ha he's not on YouTube or anything, but he has the best Pedro Martinez collection. None of it's graded. It's all all in binders. He has the best collection I've ever seen. I think probably in the world. He's got just about I think every Pedro card, and the big ones too, like real the real big ones. Um, Who is the, it? The nut. You probably know him. The, he's kind. Of <laughs> He's, he's kind of a, uh, I don't know him as much as I, you know, we did a trade together that I'll get into, but he goes by the Nudson, the Nudson, K-N-U-D-S-O-N-P-C. He's, his Twitter account is not for kids. Let's put it that way. It's, uh, it's not like the, <laughs> but he's yeah, a, he he's a long time collector, long time collector. Just, and just followed um, him. 
he's a purist, like old school, you know, collector and he's got everything. And he, I, I messaged him a few times and he can't, he's just like baffled at how much Pedro card prices have gone up. We were talking about how he's affordable, but he started collecting them, you know, I think during his playing days with the Red Sox and so forth. So he looking at these prices, which we still consider relatively pretty low. I mean, he's like, what? That goes for what now? He doesn't look at price. So I've gotten a lot of info from him and he's kind of pointing me down the direction of if you're trying to get some of Pedro's best cards, here's what he thinks they are. And, you know, I, I took his word for a lot of it too. And I did my own investigations, but that um, that's kind of one of the, the lanes I've gone down is trying to make a list of Pedro's best cards and chip away at those over time. Uh, and I've, I've done pretty well so far. I'll show a few of them here, but I want to show, uh, just keep going with the finest run here. Yeah, so I can't wait to see this. The, you said you got 25. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. 95. So, uh, did you ever I, see Pedro pitch live? What's that? Did you ever see Pedro pitch live? Yeah, a bunch of times. When I I was in college, 90 what was it 99 to 2003, uh, University of Connecticut. We would we would go down together like to Red Sox games, like the, a group of us, and we would you know get cheap seats and um whenever pedro was pitching we'd you know try to scalp tickets or whatever but yeah i probably went to maybe five 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 games where he was pitching maybe more but yeah i remember a bunch of them back in those days you could get bleacher seats for like five bucks yes yep. and then you'd you'd get the the guys hawking the yankee suck t-shirts right. outside <laughs> right yep um, i saw pedro strike out 16 devil rays in a in a drizzle on a cold April day, it was my wife, my now wife's first Red Sox game. She had never even watched a game on TV, and she was hooked from then on. You know, it's funny, too, because especially when you talk about vintage, like when people talk about, like, what's, what's the future for vintage? And there's always the argument, like, well, I never saw Mickey Mantle play or I never saw Babe Ruth play, but I want their cards. I do have to say there is something a little extra when you, at least for me, when you did watch a guy play. You know, like when I can think back of games I went to or watching on TV of Pedro, um, I connect a even a little more with it. That's just my feeling. Um, I'm, I don't know what prices will do, but yeah. I feel like for me, it's even more enjoyable to collect a player that I watch play. I, I mean, what do you think about the coding? Do you yeah. like the, having the coding on? No, I, I mean, honestly, I got this one graded myself, came back a nine. I tried to get the, the peel off because I... I'd rather have not the peel on it. Yeah, me too. I wish they never did that. Um, but I started to peel it off and like I could feel myself ruining the card. So I was like, ah, I'll just leave it mm. on. And yeah. these are pretty common. These aren't numbered, the 97. So awesome looking cards. But uh, I will try to find one that already has the coating gone. So uh, then the 97, they all, or no, that was 96. Sorry, 97. You got the Ooh, like card, refractor. PSA Love 9. that. Yeah. Uh, just, Really just awesome designs with finest. Off and, topic, Adam. It's a real yeah. quick question. Is that a is that a drawing of Hulk Hogan high fiving somebody in the background? Yes, it is. It's uh my nephew did that drawing for me. That's uh the, when Hogan fought the ultimate warrior in the, the match <laughs> when when Hogan lost. Yeah. yeah. Hey, your nephew should know that it was recognizable through a camera from a distance. That's that's good art. He's great, man. He's 13 now and he he can draw almost anything he drew the we can't really see it but he drew the uh this was when he was younger the 52, 52 tops 
Yeah, he drew me all those. He would do it for like my birthday or Christmas. I would tell him like, um, you know, I'd give him an idea and he would do He drew me like Rocky ones that I got somewhere else. But yeah, pretty cool. Uh, so anyway, I, I went down the full finest run. I got every one except for 98, basically. 99. Uh, oh, that's a great one. Look at that baby. And again, you know, 100 bucks maybe. And if it's already graded, you could get them ungraded for, you know, a lot of these for 20 bucks or less. And the great thing about this with Pedro cards like these, I don't really care what the grade comes back as. I mean, sure, I'll take a 10 if they want to give me a 10 or whatever, but they're just, and for me, they're collectible cards regardless of the grade. You know, whereas other lanes that I've gone down, you know, Larry Bird cards from the 80s where there's a million of them where you kind of shoot for that nine or a 10. Uh, the grade like mattered a little more to me with collecting him. But like for these cards, I'm just like, if it looks good, I'm going to send it in and whatever it gets, it gets. So it's not going to ruin the card for me if it gets a low grade. That's kind of refreshing to collect that yeah. way too. <laughs> when yeah. you submit them to PSA. It's a shame that PSA doesn't have more Pedro re registry sets. I know. Like if they had the finest refractor run, right. I would do that. And that's what's frustrating, too, with it is right now, um, and I heard an interview that uh, was Mike, I think, Mike Baseball Collector did with Nat Turner. And it made a lot of sense when he when Nat Turner said it. I hadn't heard him say it before, but the registry is totally under construction right now. They're building a whole new back end or whatever that they're going to move it towards. So it's basically frozen right now. They're not adding any more new sets. Um, so, you know, in the future, it would be great, yeah, if they could create more achievable runs like like you said maybe it's 15 cards of all finest refractor runs that would be fun to be able to yeah. do that stuff rather than the 900 master set stuff it's like come on I'm not doing yeah that. that's a great interview i've watched half of it I haven't had a chance to finish it yet but i will this week and he i think he said like yeah we got one lady who's responsible for the whole thing basically i'm like what all this money that the registry makes you indirectly and you got one person in charge of that come on please Mike, Mike gets the interview with Nat Turner. When I saw Nat Turner at the National, I was like five feet away from him. I was like, oh, hey, Nat. And he looked at me and then he walked away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mike, he, that gets the interview. Work, didn't you, you contacted him a few times, right, about certain videos? Nah, yeah, I have since then, a couple oh. times. And okay. he's, he's good about it. Yeah. Well, he's a collector, so that's always a good thing. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So with the finest refractors, I, I like the, uh, just the, you know, they have all these other crazy ones like gold refractors and X-fractors. For me, like just the the refractor, the they're, they're less expensive, which is nice. They look just as good to me. I, I don't see like a huge improvement in the design when you get into some of those other rarer refractors and finest. So I've settled on that nice little sweet spot where, yeah, I'll go for the, just that normal refractor. I think they look awesome. That's one of the things I've realized by doing this. I never would have thought I loved refractors that much, but uh, I do. You know, I don't know what to say. When you when you get them in hand, they just they're awesome cards. So I I feel like it doesn't have to be either or. I love vintage, but I also love shiny cards. So yeah. I'm just yeah. settling in on that. I'm I'm not a uh, one trick pony, so to speak, with the collecting thing now. So it's know. interesting too how refractors for ultra modern have kind of become the base cards right. in the last couple of years. You know, 2014. You can go back and buy true base cards and it's people will pay good money for them. Mm -hmm. But 2022, 2023, those base cards are worth pennies. And it's the refractors right. that get the you know four or five dollars sometimes, yep. depending on who, of course. But yeah, those those oh. base 
paper cards just don't carry the same weight anymore as they did five, 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. So I guess kind of to, to sum up that end of it, I went for one lane is I'm going to go shiny with Pedro because that, that will kind of scratch that itch for me. And it's yep. a, a affordable way to do it in, in comparison to what some other players go for. You, t- you look at like the same cards and you look at uh, Derek Jeter or Griffey or Cal Ripken Jr. Uh, really any positional player that's like a superstar type player and Pedro cards go for, for the same card, same set, same year. They'll go for like a fraction, which, okay, that's fair, but that's great to be able to, to collect a player like that. Here's a card that I love. Is that Acetate. The, yeah. And they have, this one has multiple different backgrounds. So this one has the Red Sox logo background, mm-hmm. but there's a bunch of different ones. I just like the acetate a lot. It's tough to yeah. tell on here, but you can see me through it. Oh, yeah. Well, let's hope I put this back in the right binder sleeve. That's going to confuse me later on if I don't. Uh, I was just looking for a very specific cards. My favorite one in this binder. It almost got its own. Here it is. This is uh, Bowman's Best. Ooh. There we go. Oh, I love Bowman's Best. Yeah. What year is that? This is 99. Okay. Nope, it's 2000. 2000. Yeah. That's a that's an awesome card. Don't have that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I just picked this one up too on eBay. This one is it's in top loader, but it's like two bucks. It's oh. 2018. I, I liked it. Yes. That that's atomic refractor, right? Yeah. Oh, I love those. Yeah. That so yeah, you, you can like vintage. You can like junk wax base cards like like we do, but I also like that that shiny stuff. So that's fun. Look at this. Oh, a little auto action there. Panini. I don't remember what this cost me, but I was like, how do you say no to a Pedro flawless autograph? Even though it's not licensed at the price I got it for, it was I don't remember. Like forty bucks. I bought this one a year or so ago. And he's got a really nice autograph, I think. He really does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to show you this one um, because I saw your episode with the Sports Illustrated guy. Yeah. And I, I thought that was a great episode. Um, Thank you. you could see I got the Pedro. You ever you, that Pedro Sports Illustrated yeah. from '98? I believe it was. Yeah. I think it's his first one. Great cover. Well, I recently found out that Tops did a set of Sports Illustrated cover cards. Yeah. And Pedro's got one. Of that same magazine that is they got there in the is background. Is that numbered? Yeah, it is. This is so they have base ones. This is one numbered to 70. Nice. So uh yeah, it was 2000, 2021, and I think they sold them just on their website, but there's like I don't know, 50 plus cards of the greatest sports illustrated covers of all time, and they made cards of that. So um I thought that was cool. And I got this one, you'll love this one too, from the uh from the Red Sox. Yours is numbered. Mine is not. Oh, you got that too? Oh, nice. You got the black. I like the black too. Yep. Yeah, not numbered. Yeah, yeah awesome. I love that. I have my father-in-law actually framed the cover for me. For Before I had kids, I had an office, which would be nice to have again someday. Yep. But I had it hanging up on my office wall for years. 
Um, yeah, in fact, speaking of Sports Illustrated, I didn't have a subscription. I canceled my subscription at some point in college, 97, 98 maybe. But as the Red Sox started winning and the Patriots were winning a lot, I started collecting Sports Illustrated covers, Sports Illustrated's news, newsstand editions of these, like all the Patriots Super Bowl wins, the Red Sox win in 2004, Red Sox win in 2007, the, the Celtics, that Celtics one that you have up behind you that you can kind of see part of. Mm-hmm. And they were all newsstand edition. And when I started finding out that these newsstand editions are really can be very valuable, I went to find them. And I had port, mistakenly put them in a cardboard box in my garage. And I opened the box up and it was filled with mice droppings and <laughs> urine and... Not good for yeah. grading, I don't think. they give you bonus points for that yeah Um, so yeah it was a huge bummer so what i want to show you some so like i said i i I definitely i said when i'm going to collect pedro uh at least you know initially i want to go shiny if i can and i love i love pacific cards some of the shiniest cards the original prism right so Mm -hmm. i think the year pedro's in prism pacific for like I think all the way back to at least 94. I haven't dug in that deep, but 99 and 2000, I like as far as designs go, I think are the best. So this is a, look at that. Like a 99 Pacific Prism holographic gold. Now these are numbered to 480, uh, 480. So you could find them and they don't grade well because of just the nature of the card. So like it's a PSA seven that I sent in. Um, but just if you like shiny cards, <laughs> look at that fantastic cards yeah and that's the same set that i have the red in i'll show that again the red's not as shiny but it's just kind of like a rare one you know rare one to find 99 pacific prism i want to see i think i have i don't have and you talk about affordable based on how awesome i think the cards are pacific because it's not a considered a premium brand by a lot of people so you could get cards for really, uh, really affordable prices. Uh, here's 90, 97. It's a really cool design. You like? Oh, I've never seen that one. Oh yeah, it, it, affordable. And look at that. It's got a, <laughs> a clear picture there, down the bottom right there, and um, you know, just awesome designs. That's awesome. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, two thousand. They got some really like low serial number ones too that you can like this one's numbered to 61 premiere date. And this is the next year, 2000. I think 99 and 2000 are my two favorites. Um, they got 15 different parallels in 2000. And then they got in 99, I think there's only like five. So it's a little, little more achievable if you want to like make the rainbow or whatever. And then here's the holographic blue. But Again, if you like, if you're looking for shiny cards, even if you don't like Pedro, I know I've definitely gotten some feedback that people don't all love Pedro, which I understand. Uh, How but can you not love Pedro? I, well, I know because if you're he a Yankees threw, fan or yeah. you're a fan of Don Zimmer, you know. Right. I was going to say he threw Don Zimmer to the ground. Which... Yeah, that's what I I always get that in the comments, you know. Um, but just great, great looking cards. I, I'm showing PSA graded ones, but. They look just as good, if not better, in a in a binder, you know. But you can get a lot of them for five bucks, ten bucks, and they just they look awesome. 
98 Pinnacle Plus. Pinnacle is another brand that look how shiny these are. That's and awesome. this was a, I think, a $10 card, maybe less. Artist proof 98 Pinnacle Plus. Uh, this, I think there's some on eBay still now that you can get. There's a lot just sitting there and just beautiful, beautiful shine. Pinnacle is another brand too that, um, if you look at like, like I was talking about with you, I made a list. I don't have the actual list, but in my head, I, I kind of made a, a list of like through talking with people on social media that collect Pedro and have for a long time, what his best cards would be, you know, the, the biggest chase cards of his. And to a lot of people, Pinnacle, the, it's a select certified, 96 select certified mirror gold is it's something I never heard of before I you know, started doing this, but apparently that's like the big one of the big chase cards for Pedro. It's uh, it's a beautiful card. I, I have I have the blue and the red, which I'll show you. Select certified what year? Ninety six select certified mirror gold. It, there's a uh, there's on Golden oh, Golden's yeah. website. I have the base, but I don't have any of the parallels. Let me show you the, uh, you know, it's funny. It's like the gold is the big chase, but as far as like from a design standpoint, from a looks, I, I actually kind of like the uh, the mirror blue, maybe the best, you know, cause it's got the, it's like a color match to his, to his uniform with the expos there. Yeah. So yeah, this is the, the this one, it's not numbered, but they made 45 of these. So, and then there's 30 of the gold apparently even though they're not numbered but they've hmm. they've figured that out and then they have a uh, a red which i think is 90 or something like that so mirror red but nice the gold is a big chase card for people not one of those cards that if and when it ever does pop up for sale there'll be a bunch of pedro super collectors that go to war on that you know <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take it doesn't take that many passionate collectors with a little budget to spend for a player's prices to run up on their like chase cards, you know, their big cards. So that's, I think what's happened with Pedro here in the last year or two. Um, what else? So the, let me show you a few of the cards that I had on the list for best cards that I was able to get in the last couple of years. And let me show you. So this, I did a video on this one, but this is the Atomic Refractor from 98. And again, one of those cards that it, I paid good money for it. It was like 300, 300 bucks. And it was in an SGC holder, SGC 9.5 that I cracked out, sent to PSA and ended up getting a 10 on it. And so, what's it worth in a PSA 10? Well, I'll put it this way. I've had multiple offers of uh, double what I paid. So I've had people offering me close to a thousand bucks for it on uh, Instagram. I've had messages that I, you know, had to tell I'm not selling it, but people, people would pay good money for this card because it's, I think it's a pop too, you know, just a beautiful card. 98 is like the magic year. That's one of the things that people have been telling me and I've kind of seen it for Pedro cards. 98 is a magic year because of the sets that came out in 98 and like his first, uh, this is this was a big card. Uh, my first, his first PMG. So this yeah. is the '98 Precious Metal Gems Pedro card, and yeah. um, I actually worked a trade out for this one 
with the guy I, I mentioned on Twitter, the Nudson PC. He, he uh, you know, messaged back and forth and he had two of those. And I said, I was like, well, how do, how do I get one of those from you? You know, and he, he's not really interested too much in selling cards. But uh, I, I did happen to have a card that, believe it or not, he didn't have. It was an essential credentials Pedro that I got a couple of years back. And it turned out to be like the missing piece in his collection. I was like, just random. I was like, do you have this one? He's like, no. He's like, I, I, that was like, he's like, I lose sleep over that card. I was like, all right, wow. let's trade it straight up. So I traded straight up that card. It, it was numbered to 23 and this is numbered to 50. But I think, you know, this, if you're looking at dollars and cents, this would still probably sell for more on the open market because of the, the PMG craze and all that. But uh, it's one of those cards that did live up to the hype for me. You hear all about the PMGs and everything. And when I did get it in hand, it, it was like, wow, I, I get it. And those are cool cards. <laughs> so yeah. um, I ended up just kind of doing a straight trade for that, which worked out. And I sent it in for it was it wasn't graded. I just took the chance and it, you know, came back a PSA eight. So that's awesome. Yeah. Do you mind and, sending me your your list of top? Oh yeah, cards? I will. I'd love to. I'll send you the list. Start chipping away at those. Yeah. Among the dozens of other collections I'm working on, slowly. Yep. The other the other chase card that um, I do, like is a real good one to keep an eye on. Hopefully, if it ever pops up, is this is a set I knew nothing about. That it was a 1999. They only made it one year. 99 Fleer Brilliance, and uh, this is the blue, which is pretty common. You know, you can find these for sale on eBay for five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. Uh, but they, they're just awesome looking cards. It's a blue parallel, but there's a, also gold, a gold. Yeah, 24 karat gold that's numbered to 24. That is like a big card. That yeah, would be. I have card. I have the base. I don't have the blue or the gold. Yeah, but just again, it was like a one year set. Just an awesome look. Even the blue, like just a beautiful card, whether it's common or not, it's just awesome. So yeah, but yeah, the the big chase card in that set would be the twenty four K, which a lot of it is like basketball basketball carryover. You know, the basketball market determines some of these cards that are like, oh, these are the these are the parallels. These are the cards. And uh, some of it, I kind of, you know, I look at it with baseball and sometimes I don't see it and I just go, I'm not going to go for it. But yeah. there are certain ones that I do. Oh, I get why those cards are chased. And let me see if I can find one of a Pedro in that. Um, one more card I want to show because I've never shown it. I figured I'd show it now. This was this and the PMG were like one and two on my list of cards that I wanted to get. And this card is the 98 Skybox. EX 2001 Essential Credentials Now. I got this one ungraded and now it's back graded. And this Ooh. is the, this is the, uh, some people consider this, you know, not factoring in one of ones or anything. This is maybe one of Pedro's best cards. Wow. So it's numbered to 30, 39, 25. That's awesome. So the funny thing is like all of these big ones that I've gotten, none of them were like straight eBay purchases. They were all social media things. Like uh, this one just came about through someone else on Instagram that uh, we were messaging about another Pedro card. And he mentioned that he had a, a, like a good run of these. And, you know, I ended up making a deal for it ungraded and, and um, 
they don't, a lot of them that never show up uh, like publicly, right? They just kind of change hands in the back channels. So that's how I've gotten a lot of these big ones. Even though I got the safe searches, none of these have ever popped up in the last two or three years on eBay. So you just kind of got to make connections with the right people if you want to get some of these cards. Hmm. You know. When are you moving back to the Boston area? Um, hopefully next year. Yeah, the plan is um, next spring, we're going to come back there and rent a house. Uh, if and then maybe look for a house to buy. It's kind of a kind of not the best time to buy a house in, yeah. for many <laughs> reasons, but um, yeah, we'll see. But at the very least, I'm coming back next summer, spring summer for a few months maybe, and then we'll see what goes from there. As far as uh, you know, maybe the right house comes about when we're there and we can make a run at it. So we'll see. We should catch we should catch a Sox game together. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd also hey, want to uh, go. Would you ever want to go to that Fenway card show? Uh, I've thought about it. I considered going this year and didn't go. I'd, I'd be down for it, sure. Yeah, that would be cool, too. I'd like to see. Oliver like to see would it. join me, probably. He's always up for a, a day trip for a car yeah. show, even though he won't buy anything. <laughs> well, I'll buy something. I'll get something. <laughs> I'll, I'll lose him for like five minutes, and then I'll get a text at the ATM, and I'll be like, yes, he yeah. found something he wants to buy. What was cool about the last Fenway show was Pedro was there signing. So, you know, yeah, you yeah, for, for me to, signed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to have something semi rare to pay yeah. for a private signing in person because they jack those prices up. Okay. But yeah, that's, um, we could probably cap it there. I just kind of, you know, I got a lot more that we could show. Maybe we do this again, but, um, it's a fun, it's a fun era to collect. I, one of the reasons I want to do this too, is I've gotten a decent amount of, messages through youtube uh comments also on like instagram of people that right around our age that don't really have a good feel for this time period like 95 through early 2000s because like us they zoomed out of the hobby for a while and they hear all about this era like what's going on with all these 90s cards and you know they're popular with, with certain segments of the hobby so there is a lot of curiosity around this time period and um i recommend if if you have a player that you you enjoyed watching during this time period it's a pretty affordable way to do it you know and and uh you can learn a ton so i i do recommend it i've, I've recommended it to people certainly don't have to collect pedro and actually please don't uh but uh you know whoever your guy is whether it's um you know darren Erstad, yeah whoever whoever it is you can you can actually experience some of these awesome cards actually the, the more obscure player the better really because cheaper. you can collect a guy you love is cheaper and you can still check off some of these sets you know you could instead of paying hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars for the pmg of, a, of the guy you want to collect you could pay 50 bucks or 100 bucks you know for that same pmg that goes for tens of thousands on a different player so yep all right well mike thanks man this was fun this was a blast thanks for having me on do more of this stuff all right man